0: Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon.
1: Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. It's uh, good to be back in the podcasting saddle once again with you, Tosh, my love
0: yeah what a great thanksgiving
1: did we Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah, we're in the middle of Hanukkah now. I left Thanksgiving in the rear view mirror, and I'm only thinking about the festival of lights.
0: I liked it better when Hanukkah was more like, like, two days before Christmas, and then we could kind of, like, ease those presents into like a more festive holiday feeling. It feels a little like rush.
1: A little early. It's the great instability of life in a lunar calendar system. It's one of the hardest things. You know, the Jews have been through a lot, but the hardest thing that we've ever been through is living life in the lunar calendar system. Sometimes your Hanukkah is right after Thanksgiving and sometimes it's right on Christmas. What can you do?
0: Right on Christmas would be nice.
1: I had some friends over for Hanukkah, by the way. I have a question for you about our podcast. I had a friend come over, and he goes, he goes. Uh, we were having latkes for Hanukkahs.
0: Oh, I love latkes.
1: You don't? No idea. You, I mean, they're the best. I mean, what do you mean? I mean, straight up, we've got religious French fry patties.
0: They're really great. You're honey.
1: fulfilling an obligation to the Lord God Almighty by eating fried potatoes. I mean, what other religion has that? What? Other, well, oh, oh. I'm sorry. Does your religion come with a a mandated fried french fry patty and a mandated donut. you gotta eat a donut? Yeah, it's the best fucking religion going. okay we have some other they had issues. To do
0: something to compete with Christmas. Honey. Christmas
1: is a superior holiday. no one's no one's doubting that but we do have better snacks. What do you got Pfeffer news? some fucking cookie that tastes like allspice You know what I mean what do you guys got? a fucking cookie that looks like a tree? Fuck out of here! It looks like a air. You looking like an air freshener ass cookie,
0: honey? Maybe your mom wasn't a good cook and didn't make good Christmas cookies, but there's definitely good cookies.
1: Can you mention? Can you name one? Name one.
0: I like candy cane cookies.
1: What's a candy cane cookie? They're like
0: Italian Christmas cookies.
1: It's but uh, named after a piece of candy. Can't even name it after its own goddamn art uh, 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 sub genus. It's it's not. What? uh, Oh yeah. Have you tried my
0: thumbprint cookies? Have you tried my my lollipop
1: cookie? Have you tried my candy bar cookie?
0: What's your point exactly? That Ruggle is good.
1: Ruggle is not good. I'll be honest with you about that. It's not very good. Yeah. But donuts, jelly donuts. Do you know the Jews invented the jelly donut?
0: No, honey. I didn't know that.
1: You know why you didn't know that? Why? Because they keep that's not a true statistic. That's why it's not true. I made it up right now. Tosh, how did you like spending all that time with my family and your family on Thanksgiving, huh?
0: It was good. It was, it was fun. I like what you were saying earlier. Your family um, has fun with each other.
1: Well, we try to have fun with each other. That is a big part of our funly dynamic.
0: And our family tries to have fun with each other.
1: You mean the three of us—you, me, and our child. Mm-hmm. You know, she is a pretty funny gal. She told me the other day. She goes, "I don't need to go to school anymore." You know why? I said, "Why?" She said, "I know everything." I said, "She you told don't. me that too." I go, "You don't know everything." She goes, "I do." I was like, "Okay, do you know what C A T spells?" She's like, no. And I was like, well, let's sound it out. What's C sound? She goes, K. So, what's A sound? She goes, uh. I said, what's T sound? She goes, T. I go, so put it all together. She's like, I can't. I go, K, A, T, K, A, T, and cat. And she goes, Cat? I go, yeah. She goes, C, I told you I know everything. So, it's kind of like she's a bully. She's a cruel bully, and I love her.
0: Yeah, it, that is a funny idea to think that you know everything. I mean, I when can't, you can't even like spell a three letter word.
1: Well, I kind of feel confident. Like that's good. She's very confident. She definitely takes after me because I pretty much am a know it all.
0: Oh, she's like being a know it all.
1: I think she was being funny. Uh, to be to be honest, I think she was being funny. She's been saying a lot of how I'm the funny one, though. I like that about her. She goes, "Daddy's funny, mommy's not," and it really—you've been crying a lot when she says that.
0: No, it's just because I'm the one who's always like, do you have your socks? Do you have your shoes? Let's make sure you have the right hat. Do we put on your sunscreen? Where's your water bottle? And then you get to be like. And I'm like, waka, waka, waka.
1: I come through with a unicycle going back and forth as you're asking her. She thinks
0: you're funny and I'm not.
1: Right. You know, I have. I'm a
0: successful comedian.
1: Well, she doesn't know. She doesn't know your IMDb star rating. She
0: does know we're comedians because she told me the other day, I think all comedians
1: should should be gone. She must have seen your stand up. She thinks they should be gone. Or
0: she was like I don't there shouldn't be. I wish there was no st- com-. she didn't say stand up she said I wish there were no more comedians.
1: Wow. So she's like kind of a social justice warrior. <laughs> yeah, she's like she's like take that straight to medium.com. Let me tell you that, tell tell our listeners what she said to you tonight. You got to go re- record your what?
0: Podcast.
1: Your podcast. Honey, when she says things like you got to re- Record your podcast. I just, I can't get enough. I I melt like the candles burning in our menorah this very week. Happy Hanukkah, everybody. And happy Hanukkah, Natasha.
0: Happy Hanukkah.
1: And guess what? What? I got you a gift. You did? Yeah. What? What? It's in a package. I'm about to give it to you. Tomorrow is the last night of Hanukkah, and you'll be getting a gift from me. Cool. Yeah. I'm excited. Did you get me one for tomorrow? Yes. You did? You got me another gift? Huh? She bought me. You did? That seems like a lie tone. I can feel a lie tone. Is that?
0: I mean, is that part of Hanukkah where you have to like tell the other person if you bought them a gift?
1: No, but your whole thing, that's part of our podcast that you say I don't get you gifts. So now I'm trying to keep you.
0: I already got you a gift though.
1: Yeah, you did. But did you get me another one?
0: I don't know. Did
1: you get me another one? Tell the podcast listeners.
0: Honey, I'm not going to tell you. I'm sorry. Dude, it's but a I'm secret. not going to
1: tell you if I got you a gift. Okay, well, thank you. But I already did tell you, what, but exactly. I'm not going to tell you again. So ask me Ask me if I got you one. Did you get me a gift? None of your business.
0: Okay, well, why don't we just take a call?
1: That's fine. Let's take a call from one of our listeners of this podcast. <laughs> hey, Tosh.
0: Yamosh. Yeah,
1: you know what I realized recently? What? I feel so grateful that I get to spend every evening sleeping on my Helix mattress.
0: Helix has amazing mattresses. We love ours. You take a quiz, it takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Now, I remember when I lived in New York, I just what, would get like some like. $200 mattress from like Built anywhere bugs it smelled it was new but it was like kind of nasty it was hard it hurt my back like now for not even that much money you can get an amazing mattress
1: you know what's nasty about those box spring kind of springy kind of mattresses oh yeah it always you that. get them and they're light and then you sleep on them for 10 years and when they take them away they're heavy because all your gross skin and gunk got into those springs but when you sleep on a foam mattress you ain't got to worry about none of that and if you sleep on helix's mattresses you're going to be sleeping on a mattress that is custom fit to your sleep style they've got soft mattresses medium mattresses and firm ones Mattresses great for cooling you down if you sleep hot and great for spinal alignment to prevent morning aches and pains there's even a helix plus mattress for our plus size sleepers now listen you deserve to be sleeping in a mattress that makes you feel good. You spend a third of your life sleeping. We sleep on a Helix mattress every night, and it makes us feel so good.
0: Just go to helixsleep.com honeymoon, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. This is a very important thing to spend your money on.
1: It absolutely is. And you know what? We want you to spend less of your money on it, so we'll, Helix will offer you... Up to $200 off your mattress order and give you two free pillows for our listeners only at helixsleep.com slash honeymoon. There's a 10-year warranty. You can try it out for a 100 nights risk-free, and they'll come pick it up from you if you don't love it, but you will. They've got financing options and flexible payment plans, so a great sleep is never far away.
0: Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash honeymoon. Hey, Tosh. Yeah,
1: You know that I'm a longshoreman, right?
0: Uh, No, I was not aware of that.
1: And a kettlebell guy?
0: I know you're into the bells.
1: You know that I work in heavy machinery and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I do try to hide the drill from you.
1: (laughs) So let me tell you what's an important thing for me to have in those kinds of activities. But might be important for our listeners to have, especially those that are looking for a unique special gift this holiday season, is a silicone ring. Often people with a silicone wedding ring will wear it so that they don't get in trouble and get their freaking finger pulled off when they're out and about doing extreme stuff. But
0: then what if they go to the bar and they forgot to put the ring back on and then they go to the bar and someone's trying to pick them up. You want to have your little Enzo ring on.
1: Enzo ring. That's what we wanted to tell you about. These are really stylish, nice silicone rings that are infused with real precious metals like diamond, rose gold, platinum, and more. This is the only silicone ring brand that does this and they have what's called their handcrafted collection, which is mixed by hand so you can give a real one-of-a-kind gift this holiday season.
0: Check out Enzo Ring's Elements collection and other bestsellers at our special URL enzorings.com honeymoon and for a limited time, get 10% off your first purchase of any collection when you use promo code HONEYMOON.
1: Don't miss out. For 10% off, that's promo code HONEYMOON at ENSORINGS.COM slash HONEYMOON. Okay, we are going to call.
0: Liz in Grand Junction, Colorado. Have we been there, Mosh?
1: I think we might have ju- driven through the junction. Hi. Liz. Hi, Liz. Liz, do they call it the junction?
0: Uh, we actually call it the Junk Town.
1: Oh, the Junk Town.
0: I have to say I love your tapestry. I've always wanted to do that, but they're very hard to hang and never really hung one.
2: They are, and if you have a cat, they will tear it down every time.
0: Well, I don't have a cat.
1: You, so. actually, you actually have a lot of billowy <laughs> billowy fabric going on in your house. Do you have bodies? I do. That, are there bodies <laughs> hidden behind any of those?
2: No, but there's always probably a cat behind one of
1: them. Oh, behind every tapestry, there is a great. You know <laughs> no. what they say? Behind every successful tapestry, there's a, a cat. Something a feline, like. yes. There's a feline yes.
2: waiting, waiting to jump out at you.
1: That's right. Uh, Liz, what's happening? How can we help you over there in Junktown?
2: Okay, so this is a doozy. Um, I have a friend with benefits who recently moved to Junktown, and. Um, Recently, I asked him if he wanted to hook up we've had regular sex before things have been you know so so and he asked me if he could put it in my butt
1: mm, mm-hmm.
2: and <laughs>
1: classic junk <town laughs> and when move. I said
2: no and when I said no he was like nope then no I don't want to have sex Wh- with you <laughs> oh my god wait you
0: have to like not call him ever again
1: <laughs> hold, on, hold
0: on oh.
2: So my question is... Wait, hold on,
1: hold on. Go back, go back. I got to get a better picture of this. Okay. So you guys hooked up at some points in the past.
2: Multiple times, yeah.
1: Multiple times. And then he moved.
0: He got a taste for it. Now he came back to her. He's like, now we do it in the ass. She's like, no. So you're saying saying,
1: while they weren't... well, Well, he wasn't in junk town... He got a little taste of that of that culo from somebody else. Or maybe
0: he got the courage to ask Liz for it.
1: No, but ho- no, hold on. I'm just trying to get a, a the timeline of this. So you guys used to hook up. Then he moves to Junk Town. Yeah. And then he you're like...
2: To, he used to live in Arizona. Right. He kind of had like a, like a long distance thing. He got would come it. visit. And then he and, finally ended up moving here. We started kind of seeing each other again. And... Yeah, so we we've, we've had regular sex like three or four times since he moved here.
1: Wait, and um, then and then then things were getting hot and heavy and you he was like, "Let me put it in your ass." And you said, "Oh, that's not something I want." And he said, "Then I'm going to have to put a stop to this r- relationship altogether." No,
0: to the sex part.
2: Yeah, no. We this was like uh we had some drinks and I was like, "Well, do you want to like do it?" And he was like, "Can I put it in your butt?" And I was like, "No." Like I laughed. I thought he was joking. And he's like, then, no, I, I gotta go. Whoa. So basically what is this like anal ultimatum? I don't, I don't know. He's like obsessed with wanting to like put it in my butt. And I don't know. Um, like Natasha said, like clearly probably not the guy for me.
0: <laughs> no, but here's the thing. It's like, you're like, you don't enjoy it. You know, your instinct when he asked was no, so unless you like getting fucked up the ass by your friend or by anybody, <laughs> why would you let him do that?
2: So here's my thing. I'm I'm not opposed to it. I just don't like surprise anal. Like you can't just, you know, put it in my butt for fun. Like,
0: but it wasn't a surprise. He told he prepped you at the bar if you liked it so eloquently. Uh, can he do it in your butt?
1: How, how did he say it?
0: He said, but.
2: Yeah, he said, "butt." Can, Can I, put I put it, it in your, in your butt?
1: B- put it in your butt? <laughs> is he an eight?
2: I mean, no, he's thirty-four. For that alone, he
0: should he should uh, not get to fuck you even anyway.
1: So wait, what is yeah. your question? Should you? I mean, because the answer is very she obvious. She wants
0: to know why do men want to. Uh, fuck women up the ass
1: why
2: why and why would you turn down even just regular p and v sex if just for (laughs) like you know like i was gonna have sex with her wait
0: do people say p and v sex or is that just how you talk because that's funny
1: (laughs) that's just how they talk in junk town kind of how i talk that's a junk that's a junk town lexicon i mean listen i don't know why this guy I could guess his psychology of why he bailed on having regular sex with you. My best guess, he sounds like he's not a very emotionally evolved person. And my best guess is that he got embarrassed that you wouldn't give it to him. And so he tried to take his power back by making it a thing like, well, if I can't have that, then I'm out. Because it does, you're right. It doesn't make sense. If you're horny, I don't know. Listen, I don't know what it's like. I, I, I've never heard of a of a man saying, I'm horny, but only for butthole. Wait,
0: hold on a second. Well, first of all, I've definitely heard of guys who take girls home and they kind of like coax them, even on the first time, into fucking them in the ass. But that's not what I'm talking about.
1: That's not what I'm talking but about.
0: But I think she's a little curious, like what is it? What's behind it? Well, she's not it?
1: curious enough for him. But I, I no, I think, all I'm saying is, I don't know, of. I think your question is well asked. Why... Having been rejected for the for the anal, did he not stick around for the PNV? For the PNV, you know, yeah, Uh, it's like that song. If you can't be with the hole you love, fuck the hole that's available. You know, I don't know. That's weird.
2: Well, yeah, or like I even offered, you know, like, and I've offered in the past, and we have had anal sex in the past, but he's given me like notice. Like I've worn a butt plug for him before. Okay. And then, and then, the, then the anal sex isn't, you know, there does require some like prepping. This isn't just like, I don't have a 24 hour, you know.
0: Wait, so you have to wear a butt plug for how long before you have anal sex?
2: I mean, an hour or two or like just at least during like foreplay. And that's the other thing. and Little to no foreplay. And you expect to just want to shove it in there. Like wait, I don't.
1: Wait, I'm, I'm totally confused about what's happening here. Hold on. Were you guys hooking up when he made this request? Were you like in the throes of of a hookup? No, you're at a bar.
2: We're we're at my house.
1: You're at having your house. Like yeah, having drinks, getting ready for the end of the evening, and yeah. you and you say. Do you want to to stay the night? And he says, "I want to fuck you in the ass, like and
0: I have before." Subtext. Like I,
1: yeah, that part you did you left out, which is very. Con- that, it doesn't really matter. You don't ever have to do anything you yeah. don't want to do. Obviously, it's just it I, the the trajectory of what he was requesting is what I'm trying to get to the bottom of. No pun intended. I know you hate when men try to get to the bottom <laughs> of things, but. It's just, I don't
2: hate it. I just don't understand why, you know, like you said, if if there are other holes available, like why draw I, the line at like You anal? feel like rejected. No, anal or nothing. Yeah, yeah. Why?
1: I think that both of you are guilty of the same thing, which is transferring <laughs> what happened to you emotionally into pretending that it was about this physical act. But in reality, it wasn't about the physical, the butt, the anal sex I would guess for either of you really it sounds to me like his pride got wounded and he just like I said he doesn't sound like a very emotionally involved person he decided to try to take his power back by saying like well then fuck it if you're gonna reject me for the freaky thing that I asked for then I'm just gonna leave right like I'm sure that when he went home that night he wasn't like I I was here for anal and anal alone. I'm glad things worked out the way they did. I'm happy to be home alone. He was probably embarrassed and just didn't know how to ask for it. And you probably the same thing. Would you agree?
0: I have a question, Liz. Did you enjoy it when he fucked you up the ass after you wore the butt plug?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not opposed to anal. Like, that's not the issue, I think.
0: Well, I mean, why don't you just tell him that? I mean, why can't you just say to him, listen, I'm not opposed to anal, but I, this is what is required of me for that to happen. And I'm also really interested in V sex. And, you know, I think if we're going to keep continuing this, like, you know, there, it's got to have communication like any other relationship. And it seems like, you know, this is like a, a kind of a sexual relationship in a way, you know? And so it just, there needs to be communication and what you want and you yeah. have to just yeah. tell him and not tell us.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you on some level, Natasha, but I also feel that uh, the immaturity of stomping out because you didn't get the dirty toy you wanted to play with when there was a, a squeaky whistly toy that was ready for you is a deal breaker. And I don't think you should talk to the guy. Yeah, anymore. that's
0: true. But she's probably attracted to him. I know. Because sure. she let him fuck her in the ass. <laughs>
2: only like maybe twice before but this has been like uh i mean the first time we hooked up was like three or four years ago so this is like over time and i kind of just thought you know maybe i also felt like it was kind of a dating thing like maybe it was more of a commitment for people to be like okay like anal sex is not you know it's kind of a step up that's trust and like you said communication involved this is not just something right you would do with a one night stand you so say that's you-
1: you say take this ring, and he thinks you're you mean a gold ring and you're like, no, this ring here.
2: So
0: on a scale of one to ten, how much did you enjoy having anal sex with him? <laughs> I feel
1: like you're asking a different question. I'm
2: curious.
1: Because if it's like
2: a one I'm ready to tell you, Natasha. Yeah, it's um like, for like me personally ten is the highest. Okay. So for me personally, I think there's a lot of variables. Um, but I would say probably about a six or seven. That's pretty high. And how
1: much... What's a P and V for you?
2: A 10. Well, again, depending on the person, probably about... Yeah, 9 or 10.
1: How is it with him when it's regular?
2: When it's regular, it's about a 7 or 8.
1: Okay.
0: Okay.
2: And you can also tell him, like, you happen to find
0: being fucked in the ass kind of intimate. And maybe, you know, you want to be able to... Yeah. Or or just never talk to him again. But (laughs) I feel like it's
2: not even worth it at that point. Right. Like if he's not going to date me in order to get to. I mean, I wouldn't want that either. Like, oh, well, he's only dating me so he can put it in my ass. So you
0: you kind of would like your friends with benefits to cross over into the boyfriend, girlfriend realm.
2: Not necessarily, but maybe like. Ramp up to it if, if that's the way it's going to go. I like you said; like it requires trust, communication, and he's not really offering any of that. No, lately, so
1: no, but I think if I am being honest, I think probably the communication from both of you is not good. It doesn't sound like anybody's actually saying what they want here. Like, I mean, well, I, okay, I take that well, back. I, he's I, definitely yeah, he's saying, what he he's saying what he wants. He's one hundred percent saying what he wants. But like I said, I just get the feeling, not knowing anything else about him that this is a very immature man that that wanted wanted to be able to own you and when you were like no i have bodily autonomy i want to do my own thing rather than him just do what a, a grown adult would do and say oh okay no problem like let's do whatever you're comfortable with he took his toys and stomped home and to me i'm like that's like that get 34 you're too old for for behavior like that like it's okay to unartfully ask for anal sex at 34 that's okay but it's not okay to when that request is not granted to say well then you don't get anything from me to me that's just such a signal that this isn't the guy you should be with you got to get out and you aren't saying to him hey you know what maybe tell me if i'm wrong that felt super disrespectful, actually, and I thought that we were more intimate than just somebody that you would say to me, "I want one hole or nothing." I thought that I it was somebody that you respected, and that That's we had funny. this. That's real... funny. You should say it like that. <laughs> right. Yeah, you I'm
0: know what I'm saying? Through, like think, nobody's quite
1: nobody's quite having the communication that they should be. Here. But let me
0: ask you a question, Mosh. Since you had some friends with benefits, I've never had that. Yeah. How do you have trust and honesty in like a relationship, like a friends with benefits relationship? I mean, well, then when is it just turning into a? relationship?
1: No, that's fair. I think that that I think that a, a a common refrain of a friends with benefits situation, common, not always, but is that is that someone is ignoring someone else's desire to ramp up the emotional intimacy not necessarily all the way to being committed but just to take it up a notch like somebody and it's if i'm being honest if i be slightly gender reductive it's usually the guy that's ignoring the woman. the woman they're trying to pretend that the woman that he's only sleeping with is as comfortable with a level of casualness as he is <laughs> right he's like it's like a constant like trying to look above so i think yeah that that's an issue but i think that friends with benefits are a spectrum i've had friends with benefits where they truly are friends they really are my friend long-term years-long friendships you're
0: kissing them and fucking them why don't you just like have them be your girlfriend
1: because i'm not in that love zone but i am in that friend zone and that
0: fuck zone
1: and in the fuck zone i've had that
2: Earlier that night, too, I overheard him tell somebody that he is ethically non-monogamous.
1: Ah, uh, he's so one of these guys.
2: That's why I'm like, okay, well, clearly, maybe there is no relation, which is why then, yeah, don't give me an anal ultimatum.
1: <laughs> no, but this when... is you, you what you've you found yourself the classic a classic spotting in the wild of the wilds of Colorado of the feminist fuckboy. boy. That's what you have. He's a guy that broadcasts his feminism but in fact does not act in a way that treats the women that he's fucking with respect. I mean, ethical non-monogamy does not include saying uh it's the it's Can the, I can I do it in your butt? It's the Hershey <laughs> Highway or the highway. <laughs> As you, you know what I'm saying? That's not ethical. Yeah, that's no, that's like, disrespectful. No, it's not. it's it- Well,
2: and and yeah, and there's a difference between non monogamy and ethical non monogamy. Also I mean, like like shouldn't friends with
0: benefits be you both get off? He's basically telling you that either you get off how I, I want or we're not doing anything. And that's just like that is a very selfish dumb lover, so I would just maybe not not grant him with yourself.
1: Yeah, you he, you're yeah. he doesn't deserve he doesn't deserve either. Either any of your <laughs> Listen, listen, look me in the eye. You know what I, I Just you,
0: Don't return his calls. I
1: want you to hear this because this is something that I tell a lot of people and I mean it from my in my ministry. This man does not deserve any of your holes. Okay. In my ministry, that's what we say. We say this is a no hold man, no hole man. He doesn't deserve any of your your love and attention because he's not he's not you, you gotta go. He gotta he gotta go. Yeah. Back to yeah. he he belongs in Junk Town because you know what, girl? He's junk. <laughs>
0: Yeah. All right. Well good luck. And uh yeah,
2: just you know what? Block his number.
1: Yeah, block his number. Say anal, yeah. do not answer.
2: I mean, it's a pretty small town. I'm bound to run into him again sure. and I'm not
1: And be I'm nice. not opposed to
2: just being like nice, but yeah, no, Moshe's right and
1: You don't need yeah, no, you don't need to be in a war with him. Just I would say no. this guy does not deserve to be your friend with benefits. And do you know why? I I now have it. Here's my nugget of wisdom okay. at the end. Because friends with benefits includes being friendly. And that's not the way friends treat each other, is it? It's like no. you don't you don't I wouldn't treat a friend like that. I mean, it would be weird if I treated a non friends with benefits like that. You wanna go surfing, only if I can fuck you in the ass. But anyway, that's not friendly. You're nice yeah. to your friends, you're kind to your friends, you you wanna hang out with your friends, you don't use your friends for 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 whatever. So he's no friend of yours. You he's gotta go. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. Okay, Liz. Thank you. Huge fan. Uh, okay. Same here. Bye. Bye. She was cute. She was
1: cute. What a jerk. Oh, man. It's just such a Imagine
0: type. Imagine only being able to choose from men in some small town in Colorado. Right.
1: But it's such a type. It's such a type of guy that's like, I'm actually ethically non-monogamous. And by that, I mean, I I tell women, either you let me fuck you in the ass or I'm going to go sleep in my sprinter. I mean, it's just like such a he's such a type of guy mm-hmm. i'm not saying i was ever i was never um a uh I, I was always like the best in those relationships but i don't think i was ever like that where i would be like you let me fuck you uh in the way that i want how i want or i'm leaving it's just like so gross and he probably like thinks he's a, a feminist and he probably is like uh anyway Glad I'm not in that zone anymore. Glad
0: you don't have to fuck those boys anymore.
1: I'm glad I don't have to fuck boys anymore.
0: All right. Well, uh, maybe we should listen to some secrets.
1: Yeah, that's a great idea. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh. You look real good. Oh, thanks. But you also look like your face is helping people in need. What's going on with that?
0: Well, Moshe, I've been using my Thrive Cosmetics.
1: What's a Thrive Cosmetic?
0: Thrive Cosmetics are products that are made with clean, high-performance, skin-loving ingredients. And their clinically proven formulas not only highlight your best features, they actually improve your skin over time.
1: So is that all they do? Or are they just really high-quality, super awesome makeups and cosmetics?
0: Well, they don't test on animals, but most importantly, they have a mission. And they have this mission. It's called Bigger Than Beauty. And for every product purchase. Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive, oh. i.e. women emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, fighting cancer, and more. And honestly, if I'm going to buy mascara or I'm going to buy sleep masks, why not buy it to a company that is actually trying to help make a difference?
1: Yeah, we call file this one under, you are going to buy this anyway. How about curing freaking cancer while you do it? Now listen, they've got all kinds of awesome products like the Overnight Sensation Brightening no, Sleep Mask.
0: Hold on, I use that, so yes. I should probably talk about that. You should talk about um, it. I took it on my trip. I put it all over my face. And then when you fall asleep, you just fall asleep with the mask on. But you wake up and your skin is like very supple.
1: Oh, and it like disappears in the night? Yeah,
0: instead of putting on your like night cream.
1: That's so crazy because don't I... take it. I wear a mask at night, but it's still there in the morning. It's my gorilla mask. Huh? Good one, Moshe. Thanks. They've also got a gravity-defying eye-lifting cream. The point is, you buy makeup. Why not buy makeup that can give back? Thrive Cosmetics. We love them their products are amazing and their bigger than beauty mission is awesome so go visit thrivecosmetics.com honeymoon for 15 percent off your first order
0: this is an exclusive offer you can only get here that's thrive c-a-u-s-e-m-e-t-i-c-s.com slash honeymoon for 15 percent off your first order thrivecosmetics.com honeymoon hey tosh yeah, Mosh.
1: You know what I love? What? I love cake. Do you love cake? I
0: know. Actually, our daughter said to me the other day, she said, Mom, we need to talk to Dad about how many, how much sweets he eats.
1: I do <laughs> love sweets. I love cake. I love pie. I love cookies.
0: You love gummies?
1: Oh, I do love gummies, but we're not here to talk about gummies. We're here to talk about baked goods. And no bakery makes more decadent, delicious, and creative baked goods than Milk Bar. It started in Los Angeles, but now it can be shipped all over the freaking country.
0: Master baker Christina Tossi started Milk Bar in 2008. Perhaps you saw Milk Bar featured on Netflix Chef's Table. Pastry edition, and she's been wowing the world with her unique spin on iconic flavors ever since. Let
1: me tell you about what she makes. Okay, they got a signature birthday. Cake, they sent
0: us that, and that was amazing.
1: It was so good. It's got sprinkles all up through it, and it's all buttery and delicious. And these
0: would make an amazing gift for someone. You just Absolutely. like our friends just had a baby. I was gonna send them one.
1: It comes straight to their door. The most delicious decadent sweets you could imagine. They've got a salty sweet compost cookie. There's what's called the milk bar pie, made from toasted oat crust with a gooey butter. Filling. I want a gooey butter filling.
0: Every milk bar creation is thoughtfully and beautifully packaged, made fresh, and then flash frozen. And they offer fast, even overnight, nationwide delivery. So if you were like, oh, I should have gotten a present, get it now. Yes. Just get, get someone a cake. It's classy. I think everyone can use something like that.
1: And by the way, Natasha was saying that these make good holiday gifts. They've got some special, limited-time-only holiday baked goods, like the peppermint bark cake peppermint bark cake truffles, and peppermint pretzel snaps. I want a snap.
0: Right now, Milk Bar has a special limited-time offer. You can get $10 off any order of $50 or more when you go to milkbarstore.com slash honeymoon. Get these people some gifts. They deliver nationwide. That's milkbarstore.com
3: slash honeymoon.
1: For $10 off an order of $50, milkbarstore.com slash honeymoon.
3: Hi, Natasha and Mo. Uh, this past Thanksgiving, uh, my boyfriend and I, we cooked a bunch of food. We ate a bunch of food. Uh, later that night, uh, I was very full. Um, we got intimate. And I was going down on him. Uh, he is well endowed. Oh boy. And again, I was full from eating all day. Uh, and when I was going down on him, after about, I guess, 10 minutes, I start gagging, but it's different. It, I started, (laughs) I vomited on his penis.
1: It's different. Like she's
3: always gagging. Chunks of vomit on his penis. And, um, we stopped. It was one of the grossest things. Uh, we laughed. Uh, but it was it was just no, it's so fact. gross. Um, it's never happened to me before. I didn't even know that was possible that you could be full and then um, gag yourself to throw up well before oral sex. So that's my secret. Uh, I'm probably not going to give him another blowjob for another two weeks. <laughs> what
1: two weeks
0: because honestly she's smart she needs to cleanse his palate dude he did not think that was funny he is grossed out and he's thinking about leaving her
1: <laughs> i like the part where she's like i just did not ever consider that that was possible that you could be incredibly full stick an, a very large Pull down your throat, and that you could you would throw up.
0: It did sound like they had a good relationship. It did. She seemed pretty confident. Well,
1: sure. I mean, hey, this kind of thing, I guess, happens, but uh, it's not something that I would be thankful for. How about another?
0: Yeah. Oh, because it was on Thanksgiving.
1: It was on Thanksgiving, (laughs) honey. That was the joke I was making. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I have a secret that my mother to the burden me with a couple months ago. She told me that my older brother has Asperger's and he doesn't know and no one else knows except for my parents and I guess his childhood therapist. Um, I don't really see him like differently but He's staying with me now, and it's really weird just having this secret about him that he doesn't know while he's walking around my house. Yeah.
1: She's,
0: like, so hoping that they don't get in a fight, and she's like, well, you have
1: Asperger's. (laughs) Well, first of all, I... Why is she privy to this information? the mom is irresponsible. But, I mean, it's like, it's not and her also information. also, just
0: that one therapist said that? Like, I, right. It, it just feels like...
1: It's, it's also like if no one knows... Is it real? Does it matter? I mean, I guess I know that some people that get diagnosed... By the way, I just read this today. Apparently, Asperger's... Is, I don't know anything about is it. Is a no-no.
0: You don't say that anymore? I guess
1: not. No, you just say autistic now. Which is too bad because I was opening up a restaurant uh, that only hired neurodivergent servers as a burger joint. And I was going to call it Asperger's. But I guess I'm not going to do that now. Anyway, the point is...
0: Please don't do that.
1: You don't open a burger (laughs) joint? Okay, honey, I won't. But no, I heard Asperger's is out. It's a bad term. Autism. Spectrum. The autism spectrum. Good term. I don't know if that's true or not. You never know. When people change terms, you never know who changed the term. Because, like, I know with hearing impaired, no deaf person I've ever known in my life likes the term hearing impaired. And then you're like, "Well, who made the term up? If the deaf people don't like being called hearing impaired, who decided they were going to be called that?" They didn't
0: want them to be called deaf anymore.
1: They wanted deaf.
0: I yeah, because your mom always talks about deaf being is deaf.
1: what deaf people like to deaf be called. Power. But hearing impaired, all of a sudden, people are like, "Oh no, no, we call them hearing impaired now." And it's like, "Wait, who who decided?" Because deaf people didn't. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Apparently, Asperger's out. Autism in. Everybody's autistic. Mild autism. Severe autism. It's a spectrum. But uh, I do know that some people with autism find the diagnosis to be relieving.
0: I thought you were supposed to tell people.
1: Well, I definitely think this woman should tell her brother that her mom said he has Asperger's. Or that, yeah, definitely. Definitely. For sure. Why does she get to know and he doesn't?
0: Well, then what if her mom was like, "Don't ever tell anyone." So
1: she doesn't have the right to demand that of somebody.
0: Well, it's then not her even mom her might get mad at her. So? Well, it depends on how tight you are with your sibling. I don't think so. I would. What I would do if I were her and she's listening, I would come to your mom and say, "Listen, mom, I feel really uncomfortable with this. I think you should tell him, or I'm going to."
1: Oh, like treat it like uh, an affair. Either you tell him or well, I will. Well,
0: you know, just so in case her mom, like, you know, she doesn't betray her mother or something. Yeah. But, yeah, I hear you.
1: That is a crazy thing to tell you one sibling but not the sibling that it actually affects. Uh, that's insane to me. Well, anyway, listen, good best of luck to you. Should we hear one more secret or should we move on to the... I want to hear one more. Okay, let's do another.
3: Hi, Natasha. Hi, Moshe. Um, my girlfriend recently turned me on your guys' podcast. So what's up um, so I have a secret. I'm a bearded guy with an oral fixation. Um,
1: when I go down on my girlfriend I don't like to wash my beard for a couple days afterwards <laughs> So that's my secret I I mean that's cool.
0: It's cool
1: <sighs> It's different you know what it is it's different. <laughs>
0: Well, it just makes me think he's really in love.
1: That's what it makes you think?
0: Well, he wants to smell her pussy all over his face.
1: That's what love is to you?
0: I don't know. I mean, it's kind of cute. That's
1: cute in a way. Yeah, he's out there. But at what's a, the oral fixation? He's fixations. out there at, in a business meeting chewing on Ew, he's
0: chewing on it?
1: Beard hairs going, oh, I remember her well. Ah, uh- <laughs> oh, yes. Ah, oh, that was Thanksgiving. Ew. Is this the grossest uh, episode we've ever had? Should we, let's get out of the secret zone. And into the call zone. Okay. What do you think? Should we do one more call? Yeah. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh? You know what I have been getting really into lately? What? This bite toothpaste. It's toothpaste without any of the plastic waste because it comes in this cute little... jar. They're like Altoids, basically. But you chew on them, and they turn into the most frothy, like perfectly minty toothpaste you've ever had.
0: They're like dry toothpaste tablets.
1: But they're not dry for long. Put them in your mouth, chew on them, and it is just as good as any toothpaste you ever had. Actually, it's, I'm gonna say, it's better.
0: We brought them on our camping trip, and they're also made with clean ingredients that are sulfate-free, palm oil-free, and glycerin-free.
1: Bite toothpaste bits are so convenient, you just pop a bit in your mouth, chew it up, you start brushing, it turns into paste, and it makes your teeth glimmering clean. They
0: also come in refillable glass jars, and they send refills in compostable pouches. So they're better for our bodies and the earth. No more plastic toothpaste tubes. I mean, imagine if we could just get rid of all the plastic toothpaste tubes.
1: That is what's up. Right now, Bite is offering our listeners 20% off their first subscription order. Go to trybite.com dot com slash honeymoon or use the code honeymoon at checkout to claim this deal.
0: That's trybite dot com slash honeymoon. We're gonna call Shane in Utah.
1: Okay, we're gonna call Shane in Utah. Hello, Shane.
0: Hi, Shane. Hi.
1: How you doing, Mr.
4: Cab? Mr. Gero, I'm doing well. How are you?
1: Oh, we're great. We're great. Where are you in Utah? Your ha- your, your house looks very Utah.
4: So I'm actually in Las Vegas for a little weekend trip, but I live just outside of Salt Lake City. Oh,
1: okay. All right.
0: And what, what's wrong with you that you go to Vegas for on the weekend?
4: Um, well, I don't think anything, but... Uh, I'm just, I agree. I'm that, just was a, that was a very
1: loaded question, <laughs> Shane.
0: It's just like right now, it like Vegas feels like definitely the last place I would ever want to go.
1: Really? Because of COVID, you mean?
4: They're masked up here really well. for for as far as COVID goes. Oh, there we but, go.
1: Let's go to Vegas.
0: I don't, I, ra- I don't enjoy Las Vegas.
1: What'd you say, Shane? I
4: got Raider Raider tickets. My buddy gave us gave me Raider tickets, so I'm going to the Raiders game. The oh, way. see,
0: I understand that. That's cool. Oh
1: yeah, she's a big she's a big <laughs> Raider Nation gal.
0: No, I love them. That's hockey, right?
1: Yeah, they're the best hockey team in the Las Vegas area. Shane, how can we help?
0: Um, so
4: I, I reached out to to Laura. Um, I. Uh, as, as you may not be surprised to hear, I grew up um, um, a Mormon person here in Utah. See, now
0: and I see why you think it would be cool to go to Vegas for the weekend.
1: Yes, uh, the opposite of Mormonism.
4: <laughs> it's not only close, but it is it's Sin City, so we like to get down here sometimes. But I, I uh, grew up in the religion, did the whole uh, Mormon missionary with the white shirts and ties and knocking doors. Uh, did that in Portugal and uh, left the religion about eight, nine years ago. And um, when I had, I was married at the time and uh, my, my now ex-wife and I separated and, and have since divorced about three years ago. Uh, but when I, when she and I got together, I was a virgin when I got married. And I, so the last three years I've been able to enjoy being single and kind of trying to figure out some things that most people probably figure out in their twenties.
0: Vegas.
4: In Vegas too, sometimes. Yeah. So I, um, when I first left, got divorced, uh, I felt like monogamy was kind of a societal norm that I didn't really want to subscribe to. And I thought it was kind of bullshit, but I have since realized that I think being in a monogamous situation would probably be best case scenario for me. And so after three years, I've I've met somebody, it's it's really early days. It's only been a couple of months, but I really, really like her. And, and my hesitation, I guess my question for you is, she's, she's, I'm 48, she's 33. And even though there's 15 years uh, between us, um, we've kind of taken different paths and real, uh, kind of end up in the same place. And I'm just, I'm just wondering what you think about that age difference. It's kind of giving me some anxiety. She says she's, she's cool with it. It doesn't bother her, but uh, I'm, and she's, she's gorgeous and cool as shit in in every way.
0: I I definitely think you have to try to... She seems cool. I don't think it's that that's some crazy age difference. And I think you just have to give it a little more time and not talk about it. Because just never mention it. Don't. Because it's just like, why? It just gets in people's head. It just might make it a thing. See what you guys are beyond that. And see if you're compatible. And hopefully you are. And... You know, just just don't focus on that. That would be my advice.
1: Wisdom. I like it. That's strong. I mean, the truth is when you get older, the age starts to matter less, exponentially less. Right? So if you were 30 and she was fifteen, very bad. Very bad, Shane. Thirty three and forty eight, yeah, it's a big gap. That's a big gap. No there's no doubt about it. But um you, I think Natasha's right. you got to keep your mouth shut because the more you say there's a big age gap between us, the more she will realize, oh, man, I'm going to be changing Shane's diaper someday. Like, you don't want that. That's the part you don't want her to realize until it's too late. Like, the love has fully cemented, and then you guys are taking vows in the temple— and and then you're like, okay, it's too late for you to go anywhere. The
0: temple of I gotta change your diapers.
1: <laughs> the temple of depends. Um, no, so I think that Natasha's right. Like, not to be too flip, but like, yeah, the more you say it, like the more, the more. And I, honestly, I think it matters. I think it's a big age gap. But if she was in her twenties and you were in your forties, that's harder. the The thirty three, she's a she's a. I mean, she, some people young. are
0: mature. And also, like, you have other obstacles, you know? You were, like, raised religious, and you've come out of it. Like, you're a very interesting person. You've been through a lot. And, you know, you guys have see how you connect on all these different levels, you know, I mean, you might, you might be a little stunted in a way, or maybe you missed out on a big part of your life. And, you know, maybe she's super mature in some way. I mean, who knows, you know, so it's like, you guys just have to get to know each other. Two months is not really very long at all. So, um, yeah,
1: but he's Mormon. He would be married in, in a different life. He would be married to her by now.
4: I was, I met and married my first wife in four months.
1: Are so. you still, uh, yeah, that's halfway through their engagement phase for him. Are you, Shane, are you still religious or are you out of the church altogether?
4: I'm not, not religious at all.
0: Honey, Got no it. religious Mormons listen to our podcast.
1: That's not true. I'm sure that's not true.
4: I don't know. They'd probably hear a couple of F words and they might turn it right off. And but they're out. Uh, my parents
1: certainly- shouldn't. <laughs> you should get your parents listening. Listen, I think, I think Natasha's right that the that you should just take it slow she's told you i'm down so believe her and just keep acting as if as if it's all going to work out and don't get and if it doesn't it doesn't but i would i i think count your blessings you found yourself not only did you find yourself a love but you also found yourself a nurse that's right whether she whether she knows it or not
4: yeah yeah. I I had the same thought. I appreciate that. That's, that's good advice. I, I haven't, I have probably been talking about it way too much. And also, no.
0: yeah, you got to chill out a little bit. Don't be so, don't be so, so uh, thirsty. is the word looking for.
1: Yeah. Get off her nuts, Shane. Get off her young nuts. <laughs> <laughs> you're on her young nuts right now. You know, I mean, I get it. The thing is about you that's interesting is that you're 48 and in some ways you're very mature. And in other ways, you're probably very underdeveloped because you met one woman, you married her, and that was that. And this 33 year old, in some ways, is probably more worldly than you are. I
0: mean, that's basically what I just said.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. You, you guys are
4: absolutely nailing it. You're absolutely right on on all those counts. I, I've I've been drinking alcohol for five years. I've only been drinking coffee for six years, something like that. So, she's obviously done that her whole life, and or you know, most of her life. So. Yeah, her,
1: I mean, her just on coffee drinking alone. She's just a savagely experienced <laughs> person, you know.
0: She's had an americano, I mean, oh, absolutely. she's had a
1: cappuccino. An, she's going to introduce you to cortado. all kinds of oh, all kinds of crazy coffee beverages.
0: Um okay, well Shane, you're very sweet. She you se- are sweet. seems like a lucky girl or wom- girl woman. She's kind she's of, more a, of woman. a girl. She's a woman.
1: She's almost. <laughs> she's not yet a girl. She's not yet a woman, but she's no longer a girl.
4: Um and good luck. Hey Thank you so much. nice to talk
0: to you guys. And
1: go Raiders. All right. Go Raiders. Go Raiders. Oh, he was a sweetie, wasn't he?
0: I know. I wanted to ask him if he had kids, but then I didn't want him to say yes.
1: I wanted to say to him, this is what I should have said to him. If you're thinking monogamy is a social construct and kind of a lie, good for you because you're with this 33-year-old hottie and eventually she's going to not be monogamous with you. You're gonna oh, have you to never get, know. No, I know, I know. I just feel like the one thing I do feel is with these major age gap relationships.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't. I would not call fifteen years a major age gap.
1: It's it's on the border. Yeah, you're right. It's pretty big. Yeah, ten. But, but thirty three and forty eight is more socially acceptable. And
0: fifteen is definitely a generation.
1: It's a generation. But here's my thought: She's thirty three. She's a young woman. He's forty eight. He's not a young man. Uh, he's not an old man either. He's just he, you know, whatever. That forty-eight and thirty-three, it does feel a little selfish to not say, you know what, when I'm when I'm eighty-five, and you're seventy, or when I, you know, if you need more than I can give you, at physically, you've got my blessing. Thank you for being with me all these years.
0: Eighty-five and seventy seems perfectly matched
1: you're so right as i said it it didn't feel like the example i wanted
0: and also i just feel like i have a lot of friends who are probably 15 years younger than me Mm -hmm. i don't think it's that crazy
1: yeah i don't either but it is a it's a healthy gap i mean listen i'm 42 what if i was with a 20 i honestly think it's exponential once it's past 30 Mm -hmm. you know i'm 42 if i was with a If I was with a, uh, what is it, 28-year-old? Is that 15? 27-year-old? People, it would be acceptable, but it would be like, okay, dude, you know, you're in very different places. I just don't think age is everything. It's not everything, but it's something. I don't know. But it's not nothing. Right. You think it's nothing? No. I mean, I think, I think, I hope, poor Shane, he does seem like he'd get his heart broken if she decided he was too old. But that, your advice was very good. If every time they get together, he's like, but what about the age gap? All she's ever thinking or hearing is, I'm really old.
0: That advice goes for anything.
1: Don't talk about anything that much.
0: No, anything that you're like super self-conscious about uh, around someone who you're like in love with. Just don't talk about it.
1: I'm with you on that. Um, Speaking of being in love with someone. Yeah. I would like to tell you, well, that I would like you to call us. Because I'm in love with our listeners. If you want to leave a secret of your own on the secrets hotline, give us a call 213-222-8608
0: or pop us an email at endless at gmail.
1: Also, we're on Instagram at endless honeymoon pod, and you can find us wherever you find your podcast. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We're on YouTube. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts. No, do the they damn should thing.
0: leave a comment on on YouTube.
1: They sh- they could do that too, honey. They can do it all. All right, well. And it's your attention to detail that makes me remember how much I love you.
0: I love you too.